Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of In My Drafts. Today we are being led through a special wine tasting by my friend Christine with extra commentary and participation from our friends Denise and Nicole. If you're like me, the world of wine can get pretty confusing with all the information there is to know. So this episode is for anyone interested in knowing some basic information about the steps to wine tasting, how to break it down to get the most of it, and hopefully this helps you with picking out your next wine purchase at the store. This was very fun to record for us and the first time I've had a whole group on an episode. So I'm experimenting here with audio quality, but nevertheless, very excited to be able to feature more guests on this platform. So let's get right into the episode and hope you enjoy. Okay, so we are here with Christine and then we have two guests. Hello. This is Denise. Hi everyone, my name is Denise. I'm a good friend of everyone at the table. Mm -hmm. She's hosting us today, so thank you very much. Um, And then we have Nicole here. Hello everyone, I'm Nicole. Also a friend of everyone at the table. Yep. And then we have um, our main guest here um, is Christine, who is going to be leading us through a wine tasting, um, particularly to people who maybe aren't super knowledgeable about Merry Many Wines. Um, and so first, we wanted to start with saying thank you, Christine, for being here. Um, and then do you want to introduce yourself and then kind of get into telling us about what it is that we are doing today? Yeah, Definitely. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Um, hi everyone, I'm Christine, also a friend of Andrea's and Denise and Nicole. Um, and what we're gonna do today is kind of go through a wine tasting. I bought three different wines, um, one of which I've already tried, two I haven't yet, so this is gonna be exciting. Uh, but recently I just got my um, Wine and Spirit Education Trust Level 2 certification. Sounds um, fancy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that fancy. I'm just level two and there's up to level four. Okay. Um, but we'll talk more about that. Um, and so it got me really excited to wine and I'm excited to share just different things that I've learned about how to taste wine. Hear your thoughts. So then I actually didn't even know this word before we did this, but sommelier, is that how you say it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sommelier. Sommelier. Okay, so it's French. I should probably know how to say this, but... Yes, it's French. <laughs> but, um, so is that what you would call people who are certified in what you got your certification in? Kind of. So okay. there's two different ways to learn about wine and be knowledgeable in wine. Okay. One is with the Wine Spirit Education Trust. And one is with the Court of Master, Court of Master Sommelier. Oh. Um, and so I did the Wine Spirit Education Trust. There are four different levels, and this is for just people who really want to know more about wine and just learn about it for okay. journaling, for speaking, for just like their own sake of knowledge. Mm-hmm. The the Court of Master Sommelier is the huge one that you probably have seen on Netflix, where mm-hmm. it's a little bit more intense, more blind taste testing, and it's more catered to those who want to be. Um, for the, in the hospitality sake. So like um, if you go to a restaurant and you want to see a sommelier, then like they'll go through that certification process. Okay. But the levels are kind of similar. So the level I'm at is kind of similar to level one of the sommelier. Okay. So, and again, I know nothing about this. Is this something that's nationwide or is this like worldwide Global. or? Wow. Okay. That's yeah. cool. I didn't know that. That's cool. Okay. So then, um, what kind of wines do we have today? So we have a rosé ramble from um, Cal- from California, okay. and then we have a Côte de Rhone from France in the Southern Rhone region, and then we also have a Barolo from Italy. Cool. Okay. Do we have to know the years? 
Does that make a difference when tasting wine? <laughs> yeah, let's start with the first one. So um, in your glasses right now is a Ramble 2019. It's uh, pretty. Luna's Dharma Vineyard. Okay. Yes. I feel like visually I tend to go for that kind of wine. It yeah. looks like a light rosy yeah. color. It <laughs> looks like it could be sweet, but is it sweet? What am I expecting? <laughs> <laughs> so rosés typically are a little bit sweeter, um, okay. but this one is, this one's actually going to be a dry one. Um, okay. So honestly, it all just depends on what you taste and what you feel. And okay. so the first thing when you do do a tasting, exactly what you all already did was look at the color. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can swirl it around in your Check. glass slowly um rosés can range from pink pink orange to orange oh cool okay so based on what you see i see more of like a orange pink orange type of color Mm -hmm. and usually those warmer colors means it's been like sitting in the bottle for a little bit longer okay would that mean that it's a more dry rosé like is a pinker one meant to be sweet or just no no it's just the color and aging um, usually if it's darker, it'll be a little bit sweeter, Ooh, but okay. we'll right. see when we taste so it. So the darker it is, the older it is probably, and maybe a little sweeter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. So what's the next step? We looked at the color. We swirled it around. <laughs> swirled it around. So when you swirl it around, you're adding oxygen to the wine. So it makes mm. those aromas and the smells Ooh. a little bit larger. Ooh. And so the next step is to smell your wine. We're you smelling currently. Those in your, those in your glass. <laughs> And you'll take note of the intensity of it and then just sort of flavors or scents that you smell. I smell alcohol. like when I go to a winery and they're trying to describe the tastes or the smells and they're like woodsy or like I don't know the kind of words that they use but like right I'm like cool and I'm like what is it so Christine what would you you use to describe well I want to hear your take first okay you don't want to alcohol you don't want to I'll be honest guys I think my sense of smell has gotten worse oh no since I since I got COVID last year to be honest So, what do you guys smell, if anything particular? Citrus. Citrus? Okay. Okay. I think I smell that, too. Honestly, I can't really tell what I'm smelling. Like Andrea, I have a very bad sense of smell. (laughs) Not because of COVID, just, like, because of Baseline. Yeah. So, let's... So, so then, should we try the taste? Well, yeah. So, I smell definitely some peach. Ooh. Um, I do smell a little bit citrusy. I would say okay, I got the some citrus. strawberry, but it's pretty light. Like you really have to put your nose in it to actually really smell. It. So it's yeah. it's like a light intensity, um, a lot of like stone fruit, so like peach nectar. Oh wait, I just got a like a sweet. But I had to really inhale, guys. <laughs> but I did. I just got like a little sweet smell. Yeah, so that sweet smell cool. is probably like the, the fruit, the type of fruit. I don't smell anything. Else. <laughs> I really I inhaled pretty deeply. But okay. <laughs> Cool. Okay. All right. And then the next thing is to taste it. And so different ways you can taste it. You can just go ahead. <laughs> They're going it. for it. You can scroll around. Yeah. Go ahead. Go for it. Sip it. Okay. Um, but you want to see what, I guess, different flavors you taste. Uh, you can taste like the alcohol, maybe. You can taste the tannins, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. I taste the peach or stone fruit flavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. It's just really subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing feels like... Like nothing is standing out independently in yeah. the flavor. Like it's not like one big note of anything. It feels like it's Ooh. all kind of like blended together. Yeah. It's very smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely get 
a very light peach. It, it's super, super light. Mm -hmm. you can, and then I don't know if you can feel anything in your jawline. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the acidity. Oh, cool. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that makes sense. You can feel the burning in your throat. You can feel the alcohol. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then if there's any dryness in your tongue, that's when you'll feel the tannins. Rosés typically don't wow. have a lot of tannins, so you probably don't get that. No. But it helps to gauge like how acidic. So this one's kind of pretty acidic. You get like mm -hmm. some feeling feel on, your, mm -hmm. jaw, on your jaw. So this is kind of a maybe funny question. But I feel like I've heard of people, maybe it's it's exaggerated ways to taste wine yeah. where you like hold it in a certain part yeah. of your mouth or something or like what, have you heard of that or what is that? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so I, this is kind of bad, but I gargle my wine when I okay. first taste it. I'm telling you, I've heard of these <laughs> different ways and I'm like, does it work? Okay. Yeah, I do. Like it helps get all the flavors all over your tongue. I've okay. heard also like leaving it in your mouth a little bit because it warms it up and so it brings oh. out the flavors a little oh, bit Oh, like more. the temperature. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely, because sometimes when you chill wine, like you want to chill sweet wine because it cuts some of the, the sweetness of it. Oh, or that makes sense. Having wine that's been sitting out for a little bit and then you just put it in the fridge or add yeah. some ice, it kind of hides some of the bad. Is that why they mm -hmm. recommend, and I don't know if this is the right rule, but like uh, putting like fruit wines in the fridge but not red wines? Is that a thing? Uh, or like yeah, I mean, it's just the way that the type of wine is being served so usually really fruity sweet okay. wines are best served chilled and then a lot of bolder red wines are best served temperature. temperature okay and then another question that popped up mm -hmm. um what is the name of that special like container like glass oh, the decanter <laughs> yes yeah. so can you talk about that yeah a decanter is just big thing basically it's just to add oxygen to your wine so mm. just like swirling in your cup you're basically kind of like decanting it, but okay. adding more oxygen in order to enhance the flavors of your wine. Okay, and that's why it's open and yeah. it's not covered up. Okay, yeah. so is there like an ideal time frame for that? Or like when do you place it in that? How long do you leave it there? Like how does that work? For a lot of bigger, bolder reds, so probably when we get to the Barolo, um, I'll talk a little bit more about it, but you use it to soften the tannins and soften like the boldness okay. of it. Okay, so if there's like a red wine that I'm like, this is too strong, and I set it out in the decanter, mm -hmm. it you may it make for, it like, two, three, three hours. Okay, and it'll make the wine a little bit more approachable. Oh, that's good to know, because I feel like I'm not a huge fan of red wines for that reason, mm, like dry. Kind of scary. Yeah, like yeah. I know, I know they pair well with like red meats, right? Yeah, but. I don't know. I'm always like hesitant to say yes to a glass of red wine because of that. So <laughs> I don't know. But okay. So what would you pair with this type of wine, Christine? Yeah. So this one's very, very light, very mellow. Honestly, this is like a great thing to have in the summertime when it's really hot out. Even like without outside. anything to eat? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I can see that. Yeah. This mm -hmm. also honestly just go good with anything because it's so light. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, if you want to, I guess, feel the flavors a little bit more I recommend like maybe something spicy because uh, the spiciness will kind of enhance the flavors a little bit more oh, interesting all right okay so now we're ready to move on to the second wine which is a red wine so go for it yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what we have here is a Cote de Rhone Reserve um, and Cote de Rhones are usually so they're from the southern Rhone Valley of France mm -hmm. and they're made out of Grenache grapes Ooh, which are what are those? <laughs> they're grapes. <laughs> they're, 
they're a type of grape. They have really thin skins. They have like low tannins. Um, they're mm. usually to, they usually are made to make like nice light wines. Usually, and you use Grenache for um, rosés too. Okay. Oh, so the tannins are based on how thick the skin of the grape is. Yeah. So oh, uh, the skin and then the seeds and the stem. Oh. oh. I didn't know that. No okay. Idea. So the thinner skin, the technically less bitter, maybe? Less tannin. So less of okay. that, like, dryness of that heavy coat that you get on okay. your tongue. So that then sensation. also, like, smaller mm-hmm. seeds makes sense. and smaller stem, less tannins? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. 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 yes, yes, So Pinot Noirs, cool. those yeah. are usually, like, really light because uh, they have thinner skin. Oh, I didn't know that. But it that comes from a grape. That does make sense, though. <laughs> like a special <laughs> grape. We're learning, guys. They the come from Pinot. grapes. Oh, okay. I was like, oh true. Oh, That's why it's called Pinot Noir. Oh, guys. I'm not the only one. We no, obviously don't know. Grapes. Like, like a Pinot Noir grape, y'all. Love it. Not going to keep this. <laughs> okay, so then we've we talked through this. Uh, the swishing here. Yeah. So Let's look swish. at the color. So it's really pretty. It's purple, like a yeah. deep purple. Deep. So red can go from purple to ruby. Ooh, to ruby's a good word. To tawny. So oh. it gets from like purple to reddish to brown. I mean, I still see hints of like the, the red, the purple. Would if you, you call this? It, so I looked at it from like the bottom uh-huh. to see up, like with oh, the light. True. And it's a more Bright. like reddish yeah. shade. Like raspberry. Uh, yeah. yeah. Agreed. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Like purple. You want to tilt it too so that you can really see the color. So angle it a little yes. bit. Yes. This is a really pretty color. It yeah. is cool. It's beautiful. So what would you categorize this as, um, Christine? I would <laughs> say this is a purple. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. All right. So and we did a little swishing. Um, it's a pretty like medium to deep color too. I took a little taste. <laughs> Get the smelly Oops. Steak. Oh, dang it. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. All right. Let's smell. Take it back. What do you smell? Okay. I'm not like crazy, hmm. but I smell like cherry or like blackberry or those are two different smells. So yes. they're not. No, the one, but, oh, they're both. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dang. That's good, Nicole. I've been smelling it for a little while now. You definitely, with Cote d'Iron, you should smell a lot of like red fruit. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so like cranberry, raspberry, strawberry, red cherry, yeah. maybe a little bit of spice too, so maybe yeah. some pepper. I think I'm getting the pepper. Um, and then I just looked at the bottle and it's 14.5%, so it's pretty oh. pretty high in the alcohol spectrum. So yeah, I definitely smelled the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get the pepper, like kind of spice. Mm-hmm. I like that this is more of a scent than the rosé did. I don't know if I'm gonna like the taste more, but the scent I enjoy. Sneak more. peek, I like the taste. <laughs> <laughs> I took one step forward. Oops. All good. All right. I'll take a so taste now let's do a taste. Mm. Moment of silence. <clears throat> That's a no for Denise. She's just, <laughs> it's not my favorite. <laughs> you know, okay, I feel like. Um, I don't hate it, <laughs> which yeah. is good for like a red wine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not super overbearing. Like maybe it's the yeah. tannins that are not as strong mm-hmm. as they could be. Mm-hmm. Like I can still taste them on my tongue, like you were saying, but it's not super intense. Yes. Um, I feel like I could drink this and enjoy it as part of my meal. Yes. You know I mean? This like, I would pair with a, mm-hmm. a red meat yeah, and not be afraid of it. Drink it by itself. Over, yeah. Without something to eat. Like I'm already snacking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I like this. So then we've got like some, this would go well with like prosciutto, salamis, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. so this one, it, it's low tannin, um, low tannin, lo, uh, light body. So actually mm-hmm. you could drink this by yourself, but you can see there's like that alcoholness. It's kind of like you need to cut that. So yeah. Mm-hmm. The salt, salty foods yeah. will help uh, cut that. True, okay. Um, fatty foods also. That's why red mm-hmm. steak, uh, big steak is really good with bold reds. Because mm. the fat cuts all that, all those tannins and makes mm. the wine a little bit more approachable. Okay. Like the okay. taste of it on my tongue. So I took a bite of salami mm-hmm. after I sipped some. Mm-hmm. The taste of my tongue is different now than when I first sipped the oh. wine without the salami. Better? Worse? The same? It, it's Just better. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's exactly what you said. Like it cut it so it's not I'm as sharp that. anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. It cut a little bit of like that, that bite that the wine had. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that's great. That's great. Yeah. So that's why like a lot of like high acid, um, high tannin, like bold flavor wines you want to enjoy with food. I have a question. Fatty food. Yeah. You described it also as um, light bodied. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's hard to describe. It sounds hard it to is. describe. But I mean, maybe I can kind of tell, like, it does feel lightweight still, even though it's a red wine. Is that kind of what you're meaning? Like, it's not super intense. It's not, like, super, I don't know, like, I could maybe have, like, a half a glass of this, but less than that of one that was heavier bodied. Is that how you call it? (laughs) Higher body, to me, just seems like there's a lot more going on in my mouth. Like, a lot more different flavors, a lot more different feelings. Okay, and they last longer. Yeah, and they last a little bit longer. This one Mm. is kind of just, like, flat. Which is okay. nice. I mean, if you just want, like, a burst of red fruit, a little bit of spice. Okay. And then you're good to go. This is a good wine for it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, while we're working on finishing these glasses here, <laughs> before we move to the next one, um, question for you. Yeah. What got you interested in this in the first place? Oh, man. I feel like it's so random. But it's, oh, <laughs> but it's a really cool thing to know about because... I don't know. I feel like most of the time when you go to a winery, people who are going up to do wine tastings don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. yeah. Exactly. What's your well, story? Going to going to school in Charlottesville and then going to grad yeah. school in Charlottesville, there's so many great wineries. And we would go wine tasting all the time. And the person serving the wine would always go through like, yeah, you should get a hint of this and a hint of that. And I would look at them like, I have no idea what you're talking about what that's supposed to be same (laughs) all of us can agree i think and i was drinking more and more wine and i was getting frustrated of like standing in front of an aisle and just Mm. thinking i have no idea what type of wine i want to get yeah cheapest one maybe the one that's on the top shelf maybe one with a pretty label but like yeah i had no idea good point so COVID happened and I was like, well, I have all this time. I'm going to, and I looked up like, what are some different ways? How can you become a sommelier? How can you learn a little bit more about wine? And then I found out about this WSET, Wine Spirit and Education Trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and then took a class with the Capital Wine School. Okay. And loved it. How does, so how long is the class? Like, how does that work if someone were interested in looking into this as well? Definitely. So there's, for Wine Spirit Education Trust, there's four levels. Mm-hmm. Level one, you don't have to take it to take level two. So I went directly to level two just because I knew something about wine already. Okay. Um, the class, I think it was about eight, six weeks. Okay. Every Thursday for three hours. Um, they sent over samples. So oh, we would cool. Teach, and it was virtual. Yeah, because of COVID. Yes. Oh, so, so you get like little samples in the mail or something? 
um, we, we picked them all up. We okay. kept them in the fridge so that they would be good by the time we would have the class. Okay. Um, and so when it was time, we would just pour and talk about the wine virtually with the instructor. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> we would go through different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after, I had to take a multiple choice test. Okay. To, like, I guess, prove your knowledge or whatever. Yes, yes. Cool. And then you get certified, and then you get a pin. <laughs> um, and, and so I'm thinking about uh, getting my level three and level four sometime mm. soon. It is a little bit pricey, um, okay. but I think if it's something you're really interested in, which I yeah. really am, and I love learning about wine, I love talking about wine. Yeah. So in the future, maybe next time, cool. I'll be more yeah. <laughs> do you do you know then if someone were to be interested in say working at a winery right mm-hmm. and leading like tastings or something like that um is this usually something that's required or do you know like I it don't depends know. it depends on the winery i would say it's good knowledge to know um especially because it's, it's easy to talk about mm-hmm. um and you already know firsthand how to answer different questions people will have um and whether it's W set or if it's like the Cord Master Sommelier, it also just depends. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, thanks for that explanation because I had no idea anything about it. So <laughs> that's good to know. Um, so I think we're going to get into the last wine in just a second. Okay. So we just poured the third one, the last one. We're already having some reactions, <laughs> particularly from Denise. <laughs> it's strong. <laughs> okay. So what do we got here? So we have a Covali Barolo 2014, um, and so Barolo is a it's a region in the Piemonte um, area of Italy. So like right up, the, if you think of the boot, it's like the top of the boot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Barolos are from a Nebbiolo grape, which are oh. high tannins, high acidity, like very bold. <laughs> Um, types of grapes and these types of wines are very good for aging so you can see this is a lot older than the other ones that we've had in okay. 2014 okay so right now is about a good time to drink this wine oh so they literally just have to sit in the bottles for years and years and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah some, some area or some wineries now keep it in their place until it's ready to drink mm. because more people now are like don't have cellars mm-hmm. um, or they're like us and just want to drink it as soon as you buy it yeah so yeah. now more uh, vineyards are kind of like holding their wine and then distributing it out to different stores once it's ready to drink okay cool all right so color right yes all right so, so tilt it Maybe put it against the white table so you can see the colors a little bit more. I think it's a little bit more tawny. Yeah. Not as ruby red as the last one. Yes, I agree. Not like gemstone colored. That's true. Or like earth tone. Yeah. 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 So typically with older wines, you're going to see more of that tawny garnet, like browner color. Yeah. It's browner. Not as red. That's true. Okay, cool. Switching it and then swirl. Tell me what you smell. Oh, the smell is definitely hitting easier than the other ones. Let's see. Oh, I almost get something slightly sweet. I don't know sweet, if you guys yeah. are getting that, but mm. I have to like smell oh. past 
alcohol. Yeah, okay, the alcohol is also strong. I use the alcohol, but then, like, when I push past that, there's something underneath that I can't figure out. What's the percentage for this one? So this one's 13.5. And the last one was? 14.5. Oh, really? Okay. Is it licorice? Because this is a little bit older, Mm -hmm. there's some flavors that develop in the bottle. Uh, So you're going to kind of get, like, a little bit of honey, maybe mm -hmm. caramel. Mm, And that's usually what happens when you age wine. Ooh. And each really good wine is that you get some of those like hazelnut, almond, caramel, honey types mm. of notes. Yeah, I can smell the sweetness after I get past the alcohol. Maybe that's why Nicole said licorice, like kind of that sweet-ish. I don't know. Yeah, so it, it's kind of hard to tell if there's any of that like black currant, maybe... Maybe some black cherry, but you definitely smell a lot more of that dried fruit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it adds a sensation in the back of my throat. Even just even just smelling it, I'm like, yes. my throat feels this. <laughs> okay, right, let's, let's do the taste. Ooh, hit my nose. Honestly, not as bad as I thought it was going yeah. to be. Definitely yeah. feel not the tannins. Like, it didn't yeah. like, I thought it would like punch me in the face, like yeah. a really strong flavor. It really, like it smells a lot stronger than it tastes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, my tongue just feels like numb. It's those <laughs> tannins. It's yeah. Like um, and the top of your, the roof of like, or right behind your teeth. But it's not, the other two were definitely tasted more alcoholic. Like the, yeah. you could feel those That's so weird. More, like in yeah. your jaw and like in your throat. Yeah. This one is just my tongue. Like, it's all I Yeah, use. yeah. The coating of my tongue. I will tongue. say, this one had the strongest smell. Yeah. But when it comes to taste, I wasn't at all, like, overpowered by yeah. it as I was by the kind of the other ones. Yeah, so it's more of, like, a medium to full body because it's not, it's not that intense. But it's more going on in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, the, tin, the tannins are there. Some of the it's flavors like, are still lingering. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. So this is a pretty good wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think James Suckling uh, gave it 91 points, which is pretty good. Um, and so you can... Is that how you rate wines? Yeah, what is James <laughs> like, Yeah, explain. <laughs> so he's, um, he's some sort of wine connoisseur. Honestly, it whatever rating system you think is best or however you want to taste wine and what you like, it all just depends on you and your preferences. Okay. Um, but there is like a 100-point system. Hmm. Um, and I don't know too much of the details of it, but typically a lot of really good wines are in the 90 to 100. It's okay. really hard to find. A minus to A plus. Wine, I would say it's like 90. In the 90s, okay. Mm. Yeah. So speaking of cheap wines, <laughs> or maybe not, but um, so a lot of people tend to say if you want a good wine that's well-priced at the same time, Trader Joe's. What is your experience with that? If any. Oh, yeah. No, I think Trader Joe's has a great variety of wines. I think they also have, like, wines that are $40. And they have wines that are $5. Yeah. So it's... I think they have a good variety for whatever you're looking for. Um, Cheap wines, I think, think are fine. Honestly, again, like I said, it just depends on your palate, your taste, Mm. and what you like. So if you buy a $5.99 bottle of wine and you're like, wow, this is great. I'm going to buy five more bottles. You go, go for girl, it. you do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I've also had like five ninety nine bottles that I didn't like. I've yeah. also had twenty nine ninety nine dollar bottles that I didn't like. Yeah. 
So it just, it all depends. It depends. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I've tasted some pretty good wines that I liked from Trader Joe's. Again, like, I feel like it, it had to come from someone else's recommendations first because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know where to start when I'm looking yeah. at these. You know, I'm like, where do I go? Do, do I base it off of the country? Do I base it off of, like, uh, I don't know, a red wine versus white versus rosé? And I just never know. And they all taste so different, too. Right? Yeah. So you're looking, you're like, okay, I want a white wine. Yeah. But even within that one section, there's so many different wines you can choose from. You're like, okay, well, I don't want to spend all this money and then it not taste good. Right, exactly. So cheaper one, but then that one might not taste good. Exactly. And so you that money in a bottle of wine you're not going to finish. <laughs> and so I think you're right. Like, the recommendation from somebody else is a big part of finding really good wines because I personally don't want to spend a lot of money on a bottle I'm not going to want to finish. Yeah. Because then I just wasted, what, like 10 15 maybe even 20 or $30 on something that... Yeah. Could have gone towards right, but then also it probably depends on the palate too. Like sure. if you tend to like the same ones that someone else does, um, what do you look right. for when you go into a, like an aisle now, and that you know a little bit more? Like oh. you probably have go-to wines, but yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. What kind of things do you look at? Do you like read the labels a lot, or you just kind of know like I like a I don't know Pinot Noir or something like that? Like what what do you do? It's very strange, but I spend hours just staring at the <laughs> labels, being like. Oh, that's from New Zealand. It's a stuff in your bottle from New Zealand. I know that's good. Or, oh, look, this is a Pinotage. Oh, my gosh, I know what that is. That's uh, in South Africa. And you get, like, smoky coffee uh, notes. cool. I, yeah, all of these Coffee? Things. Yeah. I from where again? <laughs> Pinotage. It's okay. It's a South African type of wine. True. It's very unique. I've been telling so many people about Pinotage. I feel like I've never not. heard of, like, South African wines in general. Like, no, they're not the first ones you think of, I think. So, okay. Yeah, they have a... South Africa has a lot of great wines, but Pinotage is a specific type of blend, and you'll get some, like, smoky tobacco notes when you smell and taste, some dark chocolate. True. I feel like I'd be down for that. I like a Guinness, so I feel like... (laughs) Like, if I had to match it up to a wine, wine, this sounds like it. Okay, but you were saying. Um, But, yeah, it just depends on what I'm feeling and what I'm eating. So, my go-to is a Cabernet Sauvignon. I love that type of wine because I'm very into, like, high tannin. Like, this type of wine is my, Mm. this Barolo is my type of wine. I love the boldness and flavors, a lot of spice, a lot of, like, dark. Okay. Um a lot of dark flavors uh but if i know i'm gonna have pasta maybe i'll go for a lighter italian Mm. bread or if i know i'm gonna have some like spicy food maybe i'm gonna go look into some spanish wines okay what goes good with seafood again seafood uh, a lot of like lighter white wines white wines okay um pinot gris (laughs) uh chardonnay is actually um chardonnay from france that's also really good with seafood because the, the soil in France, especially in the Loire Valley, mm-hmm. um, has like this calcium that makes gives it this minerality taste. Oh, their white wine. Wow, cool. So I guess that affects the the grapes. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes. <laughs> once again, the these yeah. come from grapes. That's cool, though. I guess, yeah, that makes sense. Like, um, depending on the region it's coming from, the soil is going to be different. It's going to affect the taste of the grapes. So many things. Yeah, the yeah. grapes, um, winemakers can add things during fermentation. Winemakers can do things after fermentation. Mm. So there's like so many different ways that wine can just change, function, yeah. change in flavor. Which makes impact. sense why there's so many options mm-hmm. yeah. at a store. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of overwhelming to be honest. It like, is. If you go to like, um, uh, what's the 
store, the wine store. Total wine. Total wine. <laughs> 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 don't go there a lot. But if you go to, like, just walking in there and just seeing, like, the aisles and aisles of wine, I mean, that's, that yeah. isn't even, like, a percentage of the actual amount of wine on the globe. Yeah. It's insane. And it's already a whole There's store. There's so many there. Yeah. But it doesn't include wines that are out of, like, small regions of, like, Spain or, or, like, this, like, little town somewhere in Italy. Like, it's a lot of wine in the world. Yeah, and I'm, like, such a sucker for, like, branding. So if Mm. it looks pretty, I'm (laughs) going to buy it. That's true. I have seen some, I don't remember the names, but, like, cute labels. Yeah. (laughs) And if they're cute, there's this one with, like, an owl on it. Have you guys seen that? I've seen it around. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's cute. So it makes me want to get it. It's a good cheap wine. I love winking owls. I try all of them. I'm dead. It is hard though. But hopefully through this session you kind of know a little bit more about wine. Mm -hmm. Know about three Mm -hmm. different kinds. The grapes. Um and can help (laughs) and grapes. The grapes. I will say this is um I've enjoyed this type of wine tasting more because whenever I'm at like a winery and they're like talking me through them and I'm just like nodding and I'm like, Okay, cool. But like I don't actually engage in asking more questions about it because I literally know nothing. So mm-hmm. <laughs> this is nice because we like take our time with asking you and um, you're like walking us through literally step through step. So thanks. This you're is good. Welcome. Christy. Yeah, this is great. Um, I think now we can just enjoy the rest of the food we have here. And um, thanks everyone for listening. Hopefully this taught you something too. Um, and tune in next time for uh, something interesting to learn. (laughs) All right. Thanks everyone. Bye.